Hello, virtual theater patrons. Welcome to the latest and the final episode of the Legend of Zelda cartoon. This is the end of a long journey. <sighs> it's been a long road. We're it finally has. here. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear up a little bit. I already am. Wow, this was uh, and this was a beautiful episode. <laughs> it was a it was a great episode, and it really this rocked. Yeah. It really built on what we were talking about last episode, which I absolutely loved. Uh, I loved it. Mm -hmm. I, I think the, it... Yeah, I, I was... I could already see by the end of it that I was like, okay, they're just going to reset here a little bit. But overall, it had a lot of that kind of stuff we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a great send-off. The, uh, the ending, I thought, was perfect. I wonder if they knew that this was the last kick at the can, if they knew that by this point they weren't getting a season two. I don't know. For a moment, I felt I got that vibe, but it was really fleeting because overall, overall, it felt like this. You could have inserted this kind of in the middle and it it might have been fine. But I did for a moment get like, oh, this is the end. This is the end. Uh, yeah, the last line gave me that impression. <laughs> Yeah, but the last, uh, we'll we'll get there. I would say the last line and then like parts of the beginning. But but then that was just the setup of the episode. And so I was thinking like, oh, I was thinking ambitiously. But uh <laughs> I was I was not let down, but I was like, okay, okay, let's let's be realistic here. They're they're not going anything that big here. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, what a journey that it's been. It's been uh, a year. Yes. It's been a year. Wow. A year. A whole wow. year so, of hanging with Link. Oh, all you patrons, thank you for coming on this journey with us. And uh, should we should we announce what we're doing next on this show? Yes, uh, at the top should. or at the we, bottom? We got No, we got to announce it now so everyone who's given us the money will hopefully keep giving us the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we we are going to be diving into another series at some point in the future, but we're going to take a little siesta in between this series and that series just to give it a little bit of breathing room. But don't worry, because we still have some bonus content coming for you. And first up on the docket is a virtual theater commentary over the one, the only Super Mario Bros. The Movie. Yes. I'm excited about this. I'm fucking We're jazzed. Our first ever commentary track. You know what, Goo, actually? I did a little bit of commentary yeah. for Super Mario Bros. What was that for? I can't remember. That was remember. like uh, Echoes did the live stream of it, right? I think I can't remember if he did it or if he did it on behalf of Super Mario Bros. The Movie website. I can't yeah. remember. That was cool, though. I, 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 I did it, and it was part. cool. Yeah. yeah. But now, okay, you've heard us talk about it a lot. Um, obviously, we can't recreate, like, the experience we had watching it with a group of people. But if, you know, now, like, you and I, I think, both know, like, almost every frame of this movie at this point. <laughs> so I'm not saying listen for, like, deep uh, insights, but... At least you can listen to hear two people who really know the movie having fun yes. with it. 
Uh, and this is going to work best if you are listening and you're just like, hey, I'm going to fire this up and watch along and listen along too. But I think it'll also rock even if you're not watching the movie at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be going back to Super Mario Bros. Uh, it's it's literally, I I mean, I legitimately love this movie. I I watched it a ton growing up. I think that... Like the the music in it owns. I was listening to the Mario scoot in the car the other day. <laughs> Alan. Uh, I'm I'm excited to do some, <laughs> something with yeah. this movie again. Yeah, this this is a yeah. I'm exactly the same as you. It's like this is obviously an important movie to me in my childhood, and I think it's really cool and fun that I've uh, you know been able to like. Like I didn't, I wouldn't think when I was a kid, like, oh, I'm gonna like be like recording myself on the internet, <laughs> talking to someone <laughs> about it. You know, it just it's it's really fun and really cool. So yeah, there we go. That is uh, that is the next thing that's coming up for virtual theater patrons, and then we will uh, we'll have some more announcements probably on that show, and uh, you know, just in, in Discord in general. But for now. Let's uh, let's give a fond send off to Link, Zelda, and Big Pop again in here. <laughs> let's say goodbye. Well, you know what we're starting off with? XM number forty. Oh, yeah. Wow, four zero XMs. All right, uh, this episode. You know what? Before I even watched this, I was remembering us talking the last episode about how shitty Ganon is and how that kind of felt like a series finale, mm-hmm. and uh, and we were talking about how like. All of the the moblids and stuff should just like say like you know fuck you Ganon like we're we're running the show now and then I saw the title of this episode and I was like oh my god that's perfect and then I, that's exactly what this episode turned out to be it was awesome yeah yep that it's a great it's a great premise for an episode obviously this yeah this is absolutely fantastic and it gets it it opens in a hot way here. Uh, we have uh, a couple, a couple new Zelda enemies. I think. Who were these guys? The Gorias. Is that what the Gorias were? They the ninja-looking guys or the rat people? Um. Oh, the ninja guys were moblins in ninja outfits. Oh well, stupid me. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because you know, there's nothing better than a stealth uh, moblin. You know what? That's actually that's pretty true. Um, but who were who were the rat dudes? Because I wrote down Splinter from oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the rat dudes were the Gorias. Yeah, or Gorias. Okay. I think they might call them in this. I don't know. All right. So the Moblins, the Ninja Moblins, and the Gorias are invading the castle. They actually look like they are like pretty intense, pretty legit when they're invading the castle. Yeah. But then uh, things go wrong pretty quickly. There's some like uh well, some miscommunications between the two teams, clearly. Uh also shout out to that one guard who is sleeping and like the moblins come oh. up through the floor and they put and they they move the grate of the floor and it's like super loud and this dude is just like snoring away, just <laughs> having a the best sleep ever. So shout out to him. But yeah, this is awesome. Plan, clearly. <laughs> these guys so first of all one of them they're they're going to steal the triforce of wisdom and uh and link is just having a nap himself and one of them one of the moblins slips on an apple peel or an apple core <laughs> and then like everything goes wrong the last moblin ends up stabbing himself in the ass 
This is awesome. It's great. I love how every because we always talk about how incompetent Ganon is in it, and then it's like, well, of course these guys are even worse. <laughs> like there, no one is really good at their job in this show. No, definitely not. <laughs> Except for uh, who is that? Who is that janitor guy who lived in the castle basement who was Doof? building the robots? Yeah, Doof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he eventually built a pretty good robot. Yeah, Doof was pretty sick, actually. But other yeah, than he, Doof, everyone else is kind of a, a derp. Yeah, though I mean, didn't he like? Didn't he like rat out Link though? Wouldn't you? Yeah, he. I guess uh, you should be keeping an eye on Link. Yeah, fuck Link. <laughs> uh, Link was a full heel in this episode. I thought. I by know the way. it was great. This was like yeah, pure Link here. <laughs> this is the uh, best so Link. <laughs> Man, you know what I realized actually, Goo, and I said this on the Champions Cast this week, but they modeled the CDI version of Link completely off of the cartoon version of Link. Oh, sure, yeah, I can see it. Hundred percent. He asks for a kiss in the opening of Faces of Evil. Uh, even Big Daddy Ganon is kind of derivative of Ganon in this show. Yeah, maybe that's. Is it just because like that's really the only? Other than, like, in comics, that's, like, really the only personality that he had at that point. That really any of the characters had at that point. So, maybe it's just like, well, I guess that's what they're like, you know? Yeah, because Zelda's the same way. Like, Link's like, kiss me, and Zelda's like, ha 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 ha, no. It's <laughs> yeah. actually, it, it kind of rules, actually. The king, um, the king yeah. is different, but whatever. The king is definitely different, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Moblins uh, and, uh, oh God, I'm sorry, what are they called? Gorillas. <laughs> Gorillas. The Moblins and the Gorillas are in the Evil Jar, which, if my memory serves me correctly, I thought was uh, uh, destroyed last episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The continuity did not carry <laughs> over. Or they rebuilt it, I don't know. Well, anyways, the I'm Evil Jar is back. back. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, me too. I feel like I would have been down to have the evil jar destroyed this episode if they were going to go that route. They really but should have I'm made it a two-parter with the last one, you know, where we deal with Link and Zelda's love and the Moblins revolting because the evil jar is broken, you know. I yeah, that totally. That would have been that would have been a great epic send-off. If only. Um, Gooey, are you familiar with the debut? Of the wrestler known as the Shockmaster. Yeah, of course. All right. So in that in that interview, anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, by the way, go on YouTube that immediately. But in that in that promo, Sting is introducing the Shockmaster. And yeah. he, he says something like, I have a partner who's going to shock the world. And Big Daddy Gannon literally does this same gimmick here where he's like, I have a t- an attack that's going to shock you and then he just like electrocutes them it was awesome all all of the characters in this exude the um energy of the shock man's master's entrance <laughs> that he makes in that promo uh, every once in a while 
I'll just YouTube that and put it on and just laugh my ass off. And Samantha will look over like, what's the matter with you? Why are you gasping? <laughs> you know, I doesn't I feel like the Shockmaster's voice in that in the promo he gives sounds kind of like Big Daddy Gannon. He does like a yeah, kind of. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, one of those. I think the funniest part about that is really really quietly you can hear Booker T just like who is this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> what a goofy! Oh, yeah. that's good shit. What were they thinking? That's good shit. I I don't know, man. If if you have not seen that clip, my god, you got to go watch it. Um, but man, here we go. It's finally happening. The grunts are forming a mutiny against Big Daddy Ganon. This was incredible, especially because yeah. they turned Ganon's big weapon against him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He so he debuted this new. What, what did he call it? It was like a I don't know. It was like some kind of wand that makes a bubble around around you, and it can only be broken by the Triforce of Power. And so that was kind of fun. And yeah, they immediately are like, uh, nope. <laughs> they they <laughs> shoot it at him and put him in a bubble, which was so good. And, and they throw his ass down a bottomless pit. <laughs> I love he's like, no, no, not the bottomless pit. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this was this was so good. And it was good because he's in a bubble. Yeah, like, that's your ultimate weapon is the bubble. The scenes where they keep cutting back to him, both like going down and then like kind of casually floating up are so funny. I, I wish that it was like longer. <laughs> it, like, I kind of wish that like he didn't even come back or, or like that he comes <laughs> back like right at the end and like the Moblins just like after the Moblins have all given up and gone home. Cause it, it like to me that is that's like exactly what I like pitch for the past couple weeks of like him just being completely incompetent and he can't do anything is just like have the whole episode of him stuck in a bubble, which he pretty much was. They actually do go out of their way to make Ganon look a little bit smarter than usual in this episode. Yeah, not sure if I like that or not. <laughs> I mean, I liked the the comedy of him being flattened in the bubble by his second bubble i was i was cackling <laughs> that was awesome that was bubbleception is what i wrote down it was so <laughs> funny cuz he was just like smushed up against the side i, ah, could, not, damn I it. could not take it i could not take it uh yeah this was absolutely th- this was bonkers again like just just wildly bonkers like a bubble within a bubble these guys making Zelda were were on to something magical here, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Bob and uh, wh- who's the other forward? Because I think she wrote this episode. Man, I I don't know. I'm gonna I'll look it up while at the end of the episode here, and we'll give them uh, a proper credit here. Yeah, but I know, I know all the episodes wow. are credited by Bob Forward writing them, but then I remembered this one and one other one were written by. Uh, julie or something for it something like that but i was like oh okay okay cool getting getting a different energy here and i you know what this is one of the best ones i think absolutely it is um there was something i thought incredibly sweet and touching and wholesome about 
all of the enemies getting out of the evil jar. They seemed so happy. It seemed like Ganon had been <laughs> trapping them in there. Man. That, that's why I was really glad to see it back, because I did like the um the imagery of them like pushing the top off and being like, let's get out. And then at first they're just like kind of all hanging out and like socializing. <laughs> like it felt like a party at first, which was kind of nice. It it was so wholesome. I was like so happy for them because they were finally free. Yeah, I was I was kind of like I was hoping they could pull it off. <laughs> I was really rooting for them. Uh, I was too. I was too. I I thought that they they just they seemed so happy that it was contagious and I was like, "Yes. You know, you guys have have gotten rid of your oppressor Ganon. Maybe their mistake was trying to get revenge on Lincoln Zelda though. Would that it, undoubtedly that was their mistake. Wouldn't it be, have been kind of a funny turn if they were like um <laughs> like I don't know, if they were just like, "Uh we would why are we going after them? Like, let's just like live our lives and just have them like, I don't know, <laughs> doing normal stuff. It should have been like them all trying to fit into a Hylian society, you know, like going to the oh. store, uh, not the store, but, you know, going to market. God, that would have been awesome. Like a Gibdo. One like of the Moblins tunic. could have been Doof's assistant. Yeah, yeah, they show up and they're like, "Oh my god, they're gonna invade or whatever," and it's just like, "No, we're we we need jobs." <laughs> oh, that would have been so wholesome, God! <laughs> but instead, they're a bunch of god. dummies. <laughs> they are a bunch of dummies. They need um, Ganon after all, which is too bad because I don't think that they do need Ganon. These guys have never been this incompetent as they are in this episode, but. Uh, they've they've created a new faction here, <laughs> and they are called the Brotherhood of Underworld Monsters. I love that. Yeah, they like unionize. Basically, that's <laughs> what happened. It's sweet. Like this is a cool faction. They probably have a cool T-shirt, uh, and they storm the castle together as one. Like they're unified. I love it. It was beautiful. They are, but they're they're bad at like they they just are bad at organizing you know like real that's kind of the sad and it's kind of the the sad message of this is you know they the one guy just kind of like randomly decides like oh, i'm gonna shoot ganon with this and then like they don't don't they don't have a plan after that and like there's no like there's no one to like you know to like organize the troops, you know, they they just don't right. they need that leadership. It doesn't have to be Ganon, I don't think, but poor guy's just it, gonna pull it off. This is the equivalent of, of Moses and his peeps walking in the desert for forty years after they crossed the Red <laughs> or the Dead Sea, the Red Sea, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of except, parallels, I think. Yeah, they, they, except they don't quite make it forty years. They make it about forty minutes, then they're fucked. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, who are these blue fish guys, by the way? Those are Zoras or Zolas. I think uh, they call them in the cartoon. Uh, okay. I I didn't. I couldn't remember if Zola or Zoras came in Link to the Past or if they were original. They called. I guess they were original Zelda. Yeah. I can't remember if they named them. I remember the. I think they call them a Zol. Yeah, they do. They also call them like as an insult. They call them fish lips. I remember when uh, there's the. Prince Facade. 
<laughs> Remember that guy? <laughs> oh my god, oh, what man. an all-time classic. Wonder what he's up to. Yeah. <laughs> um I I can't man, I can't even remember the context now, but I jotted down we got XM number 41 uh somewhere in here. Uh, Link, you know what? Link wasn't in this episode very much, but every time he was, he was just being like such a shit heel. Like he came and was telling Zelda about how he single-handedly wiped out all of these these moblins that invaded and he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything, yeah. He was sitting there reading a comic book, which I oh, didn't yeah. know they had. That was so That'd good. Be, how cool would, have, would that have been if he was reading like a Zelda comic book? It, it definitely had some implications of like he was reading some fantasy comic. Like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I like that. Well, unfortunately, the Brotherhood is not very good at storming a castle and they're like taking themselves out, which is, uh, yeah. which is too bad. It was pretty too funny. Bad. They should have just got rid of Ganon. They had some whoever in the sky, like, carrying some Octoroks, and they were like, the Moblin archers are ready. And they shoot off some arrows, and they hit the Octoroks, and... Oh. I I think the best one was when they had the, like, the spike to ram the door, and they they ran to get there and tuckered themselves out before they got to the door. It's too far, yeah. (laughs) Some good bits here. Classic stuff. Yeah, yeah, there was lots of of good uh, physical comedy here. It was great. (laughs) I'm telling you, they should have just got rid of Ganon and, and lived peaceful lives. Open up like a theater show or something. That's I think they yeah. would have done good business. I think that's where they went wrong. Like, I I think they could have um, like I I you know what it is. I don't think it's that they're all too stupid. Actually, I think it's just that like maybe this life just isn't in their actually in their nature. You know. Like, and that makes sense because the way that they came out of the evil jar led me to believe that they were, you know, being forced against their will to to do these malicious activities. The thing is, I feel like they're soldiers who now have come back and they have all this, you know, PTSD basically, and like they don't know anything else, you know, but the battlefield. So that's the first thing they do is like, we got to get back out there, got to get out in the trenches, you know. We gotta get the Triforce. But what yep, what would it, they do with the Triforce, you know? They don't know. They're they're like a dog chasing cars. Don't know what to do with one when <laughs> they get it. This is just a sad, uh, sad episode when you really break it down. Yeah, when when you break it down, it's uh it's a tragic tale of what could have been and maybe should have been if they'd have just man, if they'd have just covered up that bottomless pit and and <laughs> Big Daddy was just floating even if he got to the top. What's he going to do? He can't open it in the bubble. He could have just stayed there for all eternity, but... This is really Link's fault. He's kind of like the ultimate villain here. Oh, Jesus, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Actually, speaking of Link, so him and Zelda, they find out that Big Daddy Ganon is gone. So they're like, they're going to go to the underworld. Because <laughs> the castle the is not in power. at all. The castle is not in... Tr- in fact, uh, the castle is doing just fine. Uh, just fine. So the they go to the underworld. Sleep all they like. I bet you that guy's still sleeping too. <laughs> to this very day. Uh the Dodongo in the underworld looked awesome. It looked like a Triceratops. And I, I I feel like we've seen a Dodongo in the show before, right? I think so. We must have. Yeah. Yeah, it's that classic Zelda 
w- one design that where it's just like, yeah, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> I love oh, it. It was cool. It's cute. Yeah, it was wicked. I love too that um, they're like, oh, there's just a passage to there, um, in the in the in, like, in the, the castle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Especially because later, like when and they're in like Ganon's throne room and like later when he comes out and he like attacks them and there's like an explosion like you see it come out from the basement of the castle so it's like does it go right to his chamber because or how big was this explosion you know like it really that's really concerning i think like does ganon know about this this passageway is ganon working with the king here like what's what's happening i don't know (laughs) maybe there was a different more peaceful time before you know the the war broke out i don't know maybe um all right so let's let's go back and let's talk about link here cuz link is just like i said he's a full shit heel he he's fighting the dodongo and he's about to get his ass kicked and zelda stops the dodongo and link is like you saved us kiss me as if he had done anything <laughs> which was just so grimy that i almost respect it until I saw what happened next. He, yeah, I mean, the classic Link here. This fucking guy. This guy totally botches up the whole, the whole mission, the, the everything. He botches everything. He's being a bully. He's already got Ganon beat. He's he's just showing off for showing off sake, and he throws Ganon in his bubble. And he throws him right in to the goddamn Triforce of Power, the only thing that can <laughs> break the bubble, and Ganon is free. I guess. And all that time to grab the Triforce of Power, and Link fucks around, and he's just being a doofus, he's being a bully. <sighs> yeah, to be fair, he didn't know that would happen, but um, it's still, he shouldn't have been doing it. He should not have been doing it. I, I don't think uh, any apology can make up for that. Oh, man. I was so... I, like... When I was watching it, I was just like... Ah! Link! You fool! Yeah. (sighs) You fucking idiot, man. Yeah, this guy fucking sucks. This this slow burn heel turn really started in episode one when he was leering at the princess. But now it's complete. (laughs) I I think that now he is, like, the, the top heel in Hyrule. That's why I think... I, I, I wish I would totally make another season to this show if I knew how and it would deal with all of the <laughs> events that we have just witnessed over the past year and the fallout of all of them. I mean, he gets fired for this, right? There's no way he keeps his job. That's why there's no season two. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. I, well, no, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see what his uh his final words might have something to do with that. You know what might be a cool virtual theater show, Goo? Remember how we did that episode that was we pitched a Luigi's Mansion live-action movie? We should do the same thing pitching season two Legend of Zelda cartoon. <laughs> do we? That'd be great. We each, uh, okay, I, I love this idea, and we each, like, pitch a couple episodes. Like, you know, like, a couple premises, you know? Because <laughs> every episode is I, always something different. I love this. Okay. I love this. Yeah, okay, let's put this in our pocket and use it. Let's see what the um, all right, we're almost is up to. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done. Uh, Big Daddy Ganon makes it out of the bubble, and instead of going after Link and Zelda, he goes after his poor minions. 
And goddamn, he makes them clean the floor with their tongues, and they all do it. <laughs> I want to clean up with your tongues. That was kind of redeeming because I was kind of like disappointed that Ganon was back, and like the ending was just like, oh, you guys suck too. You think Ganon's bad? Well, you suck too. Um,. But then I liked, I just liked how insane that it was like, with your tongues, and they just started licking. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this is great. Uh, it, it was almost hypnotic just watching him do that. Like sometimes, sometimes things don't turn out the way you want them in stories. And, you know, sometimes, uh, s- sometimes art doesn't align with your political views. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, much like this episode, you know, like, um, I, <laughs> not to get political on this episode, but you know what? I'm just, I'm, it's fine. It's fine that it didn't turn out how I wanted. It's fine that the Moblins didn't get to live their peaceful, happy lives, uh, because it was funny. You know, that's all that really matters is that it was funny. Oh, those poor guys licking the floors. Licking the goddamn floors. I think the leader Moblin ended up uh, back in the evil jar, too, because Link shot him at close range, too. That's true. I liked any time they were like they uh, didn't a Moblin. Oh, yeah. A Moblin came in to the castle before they went to storm Ganon's lair. And like they even say, like, that's how they find out. He's like, Ganon's gone. And it's like that would have been a great scene to have of them just like talking to this Moblin. But really, it's just to kind of deliver that. But I would love, I would have loved for them to be like, why are you doing this? <laughs> you know, and like to really talk to this guy. You know what I think, Goo? I have a theory. I have a theory. I think that Link released Ganon on purpose at the end there. Because you hear him multiple times say that, like, I'm going to be out of a job if Hyrule is too peaceful. I think that this was an inside job. So do you think, okay. So this is all about the the workers are trying to rise up uh and live their own lives and we're we're supposed to have this other side that's supposed to be like the opposition to evil but they also benefit from this cycle you know like uh, of of the war machine the uh the military industrial complex of Hyrule you know like Link like Link's business is fighting these guys so like mm-hmm. he has he has no interest in liberating these guys, you know. He he wants them to be turned into the monsters they are by Ganon so that he can go and and kill them and have them respawn in the evil jar. You know, yeah. It's really makes you think like who the real evil jar is. I think it goes even higher than that oh my because God. We need, um, imagine this, okay, imagine this. Imagine a Hyrule with no Ganon. What what sets over the world? Peace. And when there's peace, maybe the citizens of Hyrule are like, hey, this this king that we have is, is living a little bit too large. Maybe it's time that we oh. move towards more of a, a democratic, <laughs> representational democracy. And maybe we should do it, uh, maybe we should do it that way. And then the king loses some of his power, and by rights, Princess Zelda loses some of her power because all of a sudden, now we have these figures that are in control that are no longer monarchs but have to be elected officials. 
And would you vote Zelda or the king as your elected official? Of course not. They're incompetent. Yeah, it's like, oh, we, yeah. Would I vote for the hereditary monarchy who has spent all of the wealth on building a water park that also siphoned water from fairy land you know like that's kind of yeah up. i don't think i could support that no it, it's it's real fucked up when you think about it um oh but my then God. if you have ganon around creating havoc well then now we're now we're in wartime and we need steady leadership and we need right we need the king right like they tell you like oh if only we had the triforce of power and the Triforce of Wisdom, like, then we could do anything we want. But it's like, they don't want that, they don't want fully that power because they don't want to have to give the people what they want because that would totally remove that, their, they they wouldn't govern anymore. (laughs) And they had multiple chances to grab the Triforce of Power. Remember that one episode where where they had the magnet or whatever? And and Zelda was like, no, we don't have time. But they could have. They had time. Oh yeah. Hmm. Wow. This, makes you think. And I I don't know if we're there yet, but the, the final line really makes this point clear. And so really while what? I said yeah. while I said that this show doesn't uh you know, I said I, I politically disavowed it, I actually think it's a um it's just a stunning and prescient uh tale of of our of almost our modern era. And more more so than any piece of art in the last 10 years i think it perfectly defines the era we're in (laughs) well in in some ways you're definitely not wrong let's get to that last line zelda is pissed at link and rightfully so of course and uh you know what this this line was real nice so there's only one thing i can say i guess and that is excuse me princess oh Oh, well, at least I still have a job. <laughs> loved it. I loved it. Yeah, that that line really brings it all home because it's like the cycle, mm-hmm. the cycle renews itself. You can't just destroy the evil jar. It, there will always be an evil jar. As this episode proves, the evil jar was destroyed. Evil jar came right back. Wow. <laughs> Fertile ground Man. for a second season, I think. They really dropped absolutely. the ball not approving that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you know what? Maybe we can come up with some cool ideas for a second season here. <laughs> yeah, so. there we go. That, I think I think we've really stumbled upon something. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow, we're finally at the end. It's over. I feel like the Hobbits when they got to, to Mount Doom. I feel like the Hobbits when they're sitting in the tavern afterwards and like they're letting the like trauma of the past years like wash over them and realizing like you can never go back home like you can never just like have a normal life again after what you went through that's how i feel and you know what though the the happy side of that is that you can never go back but you can go forward. Samwise Gamgee puts down his mug. Big dick energy goes over, grabs Rosie, and marries her. And that's actually also that's how I feel right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide. 
Well, that that's it. That's the last episode of the Legend of Zelda cartoon. What a journey. Uh, thank you to all of the patrons for being here with us from the very beginning. It's been quite the ride. Yeah, but, it's been uh, a good this- year for Zelda, I guess. It's been a shitty year otherwise. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. Um, but this ride is over. This ride is done. It's the end of a virtual yeah. theater era. But but hey, we got new stuff coming, so nobody fret. And uh, we got Super Mario Bros. coming very soon, so that's going to be... Uh, that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Th- thanks to everyone who's pitched in over the past year and to get these episodes. Um, you know, and if you're listening and you're not in our Discord, you should you should come over because we do a lot of we've done a lot of cool hangouts, a lot of yeah. discussion on things. And it's just been a real blast, especially obviously right now with how stupid everything is. It's been really cool to like kind of hang out with some of our buds play games play smash and all that kind of stuff absolutely if if you're a a patron i mean anyone's allowed but if you're listening you're a patron you know come come hang out with us we it's been fun to like get to know some people yeah like a hundred percent uh a lot of the people that that are started off as patrons are like good buds of the show now and um you know, one of our uh, Adrielle started off as a patron, and now she now she works at Zelda Dungeon with us. So, uh, you know, so basically, we, we pay, pay us money, and we'll be your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide. I don't think there's anything we can end it off with that is going to be better than that. No. Excuse us. 